I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. To save or not to save? Ideally, one must save money no matter the situation. But it seems that after spending two years at home due to the pandemic, people are now revenge shopping. What is going on? It appears that household savings in India have decreased significantly. According to a Mint report, Indian family savings was 10.8% of GDP in financial year 22, down from 15.9% in financial year 21. So what happened is. There weren't many opportunities to purchase anything during the pandemic months while people worked from home. There was no need to dress up or put on makeup. Eating out was out of the question. There was no vacation travel. In fact, households in India saved a staggering 7.1 lakh crore rupees during the pandemic-hit financial year 2020-2021, according to Times of India, citing an SBI report. And people refrained from spending a significant portion of their everyday expenses due to uncertainty about their future income and the risk of unemployment brought on by the sudden pandemic outbreak. However, things changed. It began with a spurt in online shopping. Spending increased as soon as activities picked back up, and people started stepping out for work and leisure. But bank balances ran out fast when prices started rising. Fuel, groceries, gadgets—everything became expensive. The crunch was so much that consumers began using their credit cards to pay for even daily groceries. Furthermore, excessive spending is also occurring at a time when incomes are not keeping pace with inflation. Some sectors, such as edtech, have also seen thousands of jobs lost. RBI data shows that individual borrowing was up 20% in June compared to the previous year. Among those borrowers, the proportion of women is increasing fast. That's perhaps an indication of rising financial distress in households. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with the food for thought. Hi, I'm Farheen Khan, and we'll be back for the deep dive for September 29, 2022, after this short break. When we were in college, we we didn't have options. I did five years of engineering. I was not cut out to be an engineer. But why did I do five years of engineering? It's because everybody did. It was always there. Um, like I said, I was always I was always that kid that was like extra involved in everything. Um, even in school, like I was involved in student government. I would try my leg at even things that I wasn't great at, like MUN sports teams, all of it. Do you remember that tiny little mobile phone given to you as the very first souvenir for adults' life? Or do you have that one epic statement that a favorite professor left you with on your graduation day? These are these tiny little things, some of which are the reasons why you founded your first startup, some of which are why you made that career switch. We talk to the many change makers across fields who tell us what it was like for them back in the days, back in college. Here is a podcast that takes you back to campus with the disruptors of our country. Tune in to season one of the Back to Campus podcast with Rajneel Kamath, co-founder at TheSignal.co. Catch the podcast on TheSignal.co website and any of your preferred podcasting app. Three 
unusual and unexplained gas leaks on the Russian-owned Nord Stream pipeline have rattled European leaders. The leaks were detected in Danish and Swedish waters in the Baltic Sea over Monday and Tuesday. Videos and photos released by the Danish military show gas bubbling on the surface of the Baltic Sea. And although there's no confirmation on what or who exactly caused the leaks, all fingers are subtly pointing at Russia, which has been in a hostile relationship with the EU and the West over its military aggression in Ukraine. The Danish Prime Minister Mette Frederiksen and her Polish counterpart Mateusz Morawiecki are suggesting that the leaks were an act of sabotage. But some are being not so subtle about their accusations, like the Ukrainian presidential adviser Mikhailo Podelia, who has termed the leak to be an act of terrorism planned by Russia. And now, German, Danish and Swedish authorities have halted all shipping in the area around the leaks. They've also started a probe into the matter. And I'll talk about the investigation in more detail. But first, let me start with what we know about the pipeline leaks so far and why Nord Stream Pipeline is critical for Europe. So, the two pipelines where the leaks were detected were Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. Nord Stream 1 has been functional since 2011. It runs from the Russian coast near St. Petersburg to northeastern Germany. And most importantly, it's been the main source of Russian gas in Germany. That is, until the Russia-Ukraine war began. And as for Nord Stream 2, this was a $11 billion project that got completed in 2021 but it's never been functional owing to the Western sanctions on Russia. Both these pipelines have gas under pressure, but they've been lying inactive amid the energy standoff between Russia and the West. But the damage seems considerable. As per reports, the Danish Energy Agency said that the leak area is not a small crack, but a large hole. And while the reasons behind the leak are still unclear, the plot has thickened with the Swedish National Seismic Network saying that two probable underwater explosions had been recorded in the area of the gas leaks. Seismologists associated with the group are certain that these are not earthquakes but blasts. What's more, the Nord Stream leak has also coincided with the opening of a new gas pipeline in the Baltic between Poland and Norway, which is being seen as a much-needed alternative to Russian pipelines. And all this has obviously fueled the sabotage angle. Interestingly, even the Kremlin is suggesting that a possible case of sabotage can't be ruled out but these leaks are likely to have some impact. First, Europe is already dreading the coming winter season, and it might be a chilly and dark one at that, since the shutdown of Russian gas supplies have caused energy prices to soar in Europe. The continent is on the brink of a recession. At this critical juncture, the pipeline leaks can add more chaos in Europe. Secondly, although the extent of the environmental hazard caused by the leak hasn't been measured yet, a pipeline leak typically means that methane will be released into the atmosphere. And methane accounts for more than 25% of our global warming since it traps more heat in the atmosphere per molecule than carbon dioxide, making it 80 times more harmful than CO2. So, there's a potential risk there. But investigations are still going on, and more details of the incident are likely to emerge soon. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM, the episode was written, researched and produced by Shorburi and Manaswini, edited by Dinesh Narayan, mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.